Wait. So how y'all been? Oh shit. Yeah. We're in. I can see your faces. I know it's weird. And they're in 3D. Oh. I, I'm so taken aback that I forgot to do this. Oh, right. I have my fancy there's f- no, mocktail. There's no ice in it, unfortunately. Sorry. Clink, clink, clink. I'm mm. drinking an Oberon you know with what pineapple we need to do? juice. You know what we need to do? Hold on. <gasps> oh, yeah. This is how you know it's real. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome to Sawston Austin, a Podlander Drunk Cast podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. That's Janine. Hi. And we are in person. <laughs> we are in the same room. Oh, that's my own. Breathing the same air. It's very weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but also awesome. And it feels like old times. Oh. Um, does it feel like the first time? <laughs> does it feel like the very first time? Only foreigner knows the answer to that question. <laughs> uh... So Stop. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, so it's been since February of 2020. So 14 months mm-hmm. and approximately 6,472 renditions of Uptown Funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're back together in person. Oh, it's crazy. Having in person. And it's like. I'm bored already. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you fuckers. I need this. Don't stop. And the n- weather is nice today, and like I had friends over for dinner last night, so and nice. I'm going back into my office not for all time, but I'm going back on Tuesday to do some shit, and it's just like, oh, all right, here we are. Hot girl summer has begun. <laughs> uh, I'm we- I am wearing a crop top. That's true. In my defense, it is a crop top that says "Birds of Prey, Best Picture for Your Consideration." <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah, mm. I think so. There, you want to know what cinema is? Hmm. Cinema <laughs> is when Harley Quinn offers a hair tie to Black Canary in the middle of a fight. That shit was good. That's that was a good fight. cinema. So yeah. we are talking, speaking of cinema. Cinema, yes. And a movie that's very about cinema, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We are um, in the same room, breathing the same air, uh, and are going to attempt to have this be an episode about Bride and Prejudice. Um, a very good movie that I was apparently really salty about last week. Apologies. I don't actually care if y'all suggest that we watch things. Um, <laughs> it was a little a salty. salty. Um, I really, I, I don't actually care. I just, you you would all understand if you knew how many of you have made sure that I know that we need to watch Bride and Prejudice. It's a lot. Um, but you were all so nice about it. Uh, we're talking about Bride and Prejudice, the 2004 film from... Grinder Chata. Um, it is a goddamn delight. It was so fun. 2004. This wow. is. Um, that explains a lot of the part passion. one. Yeah, I did not catch that. Yeah. Part one of a three part series, not unlike Wishbone. <laughs> Come on, Wishbone! <laughs> but but or here. To work with but here we're talking about a, a two hour movie, not a. Not a 20 minute episode of children's <laughs> so television. <laughs> available for free on YouTube. Man, we know how to milk stuff. No, this one, however, is available for free on Crackle. However, but, but please don't. Re- the, the prize you're paying is in advertising. Um, so be prepared for uh, like <laughs> 17 commercials for Truvilla or Tru- whatever. Truvilla. Truvidia. Truvidia. And just, you know what? Trulicity? Trulicity, Truvidia. God, I don't know. Some fucking drug and the guy was doing yoga on the beach. Listen, y'all, just go ahead and give money to Daddy Bezos and rent it because you'll be happier. Or yeah. um, 
the uh, ghost of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah. or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Your local family video. It's like renting a movie. It's like back in the day going to Blockbuster. Just do it. It's fine. Or the library. You'll yes. probably have to wait a while. Yeah. But you know what? It's an aural medium. You'll be able to listen to it later. <laughs> you could just wait and come back. This movie um, I had been looking forward to for a long time uh, during this project because I knew it was going to give us something a little different and a little uh, like more performance, uh, not performance, but presentational style. And mm-hmm. so I'm here for it. It's great. Please watch it, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be doing, we'll have a conversation not unlike this again when we do. We also found a... Uh, a Bollywood version of Sense and Sensibility that we're going to talk cool. about. Um, and there is also, <laughs> be still my heart, a Bollywood-influenced episode of Legends of Tomorrow called Seance and Sensibility. What? Yes. Uh, and it's um, quite good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a delight, so we'll get there, too. That one isn't actually really a Sense and Sensibility adaptation, but um, it's enough. Squeeze it in there. They travel in time and they meet Jane Austen. There's a big wedding. It counts. Yeah. Yeah. There's... And there's a number. pun and there's a pun on a Jane Austen title. Yeah. It has to be included. Yes, it does. Um, but for now, Bride and Prejudice. I it, psst, there's the bride. Yeah, psst, psst. right at the beginning. Right psst. at the beginning. Yeah, the bride. Several brides. Lots of brides. Who was getting married at the very beginning? I checked, and her her name in the credits is Bride. <laughs> So I don't think it matters. Some friend of theirs. Okay. And it was obviously taking up the entire town's attention that this person was getting married. It was right. a, a marriage has come to town. Was the song. And um, the dancing was started by our Mr. Bingley. But his character name is, it started with Badra. a B. Badra. Badra. That's right. And he was <laughs> Saeed from Lost. So hot. Thirst trap Bingley on the dance floor. Ooh, really hot. <laughs> yeah, so so we're starting. It, let me do this really first where we yeah, dive right in. into the plot. Yeah. Um, because it's a very faithful adaptation, but it's a really smart one too. So I think that we should, unlike, say, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, where it's just Pride and Prejudice, but then Zombies, uh, there are some really interesting twists. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about the plot in detail. But first, I want to know what is your experience with Indian filmmaking? Like how, what, Bollywood, but also. Indian filmmaking in in general. What's your ex- exposure to those to films from India? For me, it's not a lot. Like I I know of Bollywood. I know some of the kind of popular tropes in Bollywood, like the big dance numbers and the sumptuous production elements and songs and musical stuff, and a little bit of the kind of chastity that's part of it and the dance between man and woman that's always a big thing and but that's kind of where my knowledge ends i've seen maybe two bollywood movies and i don't think i've ever seen one all the way through i did watch one that was super fun when neil and i were actually in india we went into this tiny bar and we were eating like fried fish and drinking beer and they had this tiny little television up in the ceiling and it was some Bollywood musical about a director trying to direct a Bollywood musical <laughs> and that to me kind of encapsulates it because it's so clear that Bollywood loves film loves being a film loves everything about cinema as you say cinema. and making movies it's like they all feel a little bit like love letters to the movies oh yeah and so that that's kind of my only 
thing that I could say about it. I've, I've seen maybe one and recognize it, and mm-hmm. it's fun. They're fun movies. They're just fun. What about you, Janine? Well, I've never seen a Bollywood film in its entirety, but uh, my best friend growing up, um, I spent a lot of time in his house, and uh, Bollywood films were on, and they showed them to me sometimes. Never, We never spent a ton of time watching them. Um, but uh, So it felt like it was always a part of my world hmm. when I was younger, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. God damn. I told the story on the cast, but like... You got to tell it now, though, because <sighs> it's it's the real story. Yeah, because like I, I like... I, this is my best friend. I spent a lot of time at his house and like ate dinner with his family. I was this little white kid who didn't understand how great Indian food is. <laughs> and his mom would always cook me white rice with butter. God, I mean, it just because that's feelings. what I asked in for. Your, in your defense, yeah. <laughs> white rice with butter is delicious. Is delicious, yeah. but you missed out on so much, dude. Well, and then like I went to his wedding uh, ten years ago now, but then I was staying with his family at the at the, at the groom's house, and you know, so there's everyone's cooking. It's like it's just the entire place smelled so good. And then I had this meal, and I was realizing that his mom had been. The, she's obviously running the house, and she, she's cooked a lot of this. And I was like, I mean, I'm. Like, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't know, and I missed all of your cooking through all of my childhood. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, she accepted my apology. Good. And she she laughed at me, and then, you know. And then you got on to eating some more delicious <laughs> fucking food. Some great fucking food, yeah. <laughs> there were also things that they wouldn't let me eat, because they are like, sorry, that's that's brown people hot, not white people hot. Oh, well, <laughs> nice warning. Yeah, they saved me a couple times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my experience is also pretty limited. Um, I really love Mira Nair, um, who's, she directed The Namesake and some other things. She just did a really great uh, adaptation of, God, what's the name of that book? Brain Fog. Uh, I'm not going to look it up right now. I'll, I'll look it up and put it in the thing. But a really great series that I think is in the U.S. available on Acorn. Uh, in Kevin and I, mm, I'll figure it out later. Um, and then I've done the like, oh, Monsoon Wedding. She oh, also yeah. directed Monsoon yeah, yeah. Wedding. Um, uh, and there are some other Indian directors where I've been like, I pay for the Criterion Channel. I'm gonna, <laughs> le- I'm gonna learn things. Um, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. And, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, so I was really ex- excited to watch this one um, for the musical piece of it, for the color, for seeing like what the energy was going to be like. And I feel like it m- met and then exceeded my expectations. Yes. And that the met piece of it was I expected it to be a lot of fun. And it was a lot of fun. The part where it exceeded it is I feel like at first... Especially, Julie, as you said this, when it's revealed that Will Darcy in this adaptation is American, um, I was like, oh, that's going to be gross. But no, it it's wasn't. a great starting point to talk about all of the issues that Jane Austen addresses in the novel in terms of uh, class and and pride and and also prejudice. <laughs> um, it's a really the great... will never get old. Uh, it's a really great way of introducing those topics in a sort of new light. Well, and also the, the Jane Austen is dealing, talking about the imperialist aspect of it as well, but like really addressing that issue of America's becoming this imperialist and like India still is like, I was here for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a very like, and you know, addressing it head on being like, don't fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Like fucking colonizer. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's also a certain amount of 
like it was interesting mm. th- because there are definitely parallels in Austin's books where someone will be like, oh, isn't that quaint? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Bingley in Pri- the beginning of Pride and Prejudice's country manners, I find them charming, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's country manners. There aren't they quaint. There's just mm-hmm. a little bit of that. Only Bingley is a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, a stone cold fox. Damn. Um, yeah. Hot. Why is he so hot? hot? He's just hot. He He's a, smoking he's fucking hot. <laughs> he was hot on Lost. He remains hot. He's hot. Well, that was peak Lost. Time. Yeah. That was peak Lost. So that's that's right, 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a very good looking man. Yes, with and great hair. Knows mm-hmm. that he's good looking, but not in a way that is uh, puts him at a remove. And he always seems very invested in whatever he's doing, like very passionate about things like that. Look between him and Jaya. Was was that her name, Jaya? Yes. Uh, at the end when they were getting married, I was like, you know what? This is the only adaptation of this where the Bingleys are going to get it dirty first. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. not the Darcy's. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Bingley's going to take her to Pound Town in media mente. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. With consideration. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and attention paid. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, as they might have said in no, I was about to say in two thousand four, but TLC was not two thousand four. <laughs> that was early nineties. I was about to say, as they might have said in two thousand four, he's gonna give her the red light special <laughs> all through the night. But um, <laughs> but that's the wrong decade. 2004. Well, um, he's definitely going to hit it baby one more time. Yeah, there you he go. Gonna yeah. hit he's going to hit it one more time. Yes. That was also, that was the late 90s. That though. was late 90s. Oh, yeah. 1998. Yeah. Would you like to feel old? Hit it, me baby I, one more time. Came already do. 1998. That, well yeah. over 20 no, years ago. Now I'm really old. So and lost. That's show. And that's it. <laughs> <a> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's, let's dive in properly now. Okay. Um, do we, well, we... We don't have to really do note by note plot because it's Pride and Prejudice. Do you just want to focus on how it changed or what Let's was different? Let's jump to the. We'll still roughly follow the structure, but mm-hmm. talk about the things that are different and also things we really liked. Okay. So um, here we get a little variation on. It, there's a truth universally acknowledged that um, a rich man in possession of a great fortune must be one of a wife. Um, it, twice, really, because first, uh, our Lizzie. Um, Lalita mm-hmm. says, um, yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't really know it yet, but if he's rich, it's, I mean, he's going to need a wife, right? Like, very digging at her mom. But then later we get a whole song, No Life Without Wife. No, no, life. no Wife, No, no life. life. No Wife. No, no Wife, No Life. Very succinct to the point. Oh, no Wife. No Life Without no Wife. Life. No, it's um. It's so good. We're gonna get to Mr. Cup. Here's another thing I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting to have almost not every, but almost every, who's the goat of this character in PP list slightly upended by this because <laughs> there with, were so, with few, few exceptions, mm-hmm. like possible goat Bingley, possible goat Mrs. Bennett, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. possible goat Lydia, yeah, I, probable goat Mary. She's up there. She did the cobra dance. She wins forever. Right? <laughs> forever. Uh, a, a real contender for Lizzie, honestly, which yeah. she was very that, good. And that's tough. Um, a, an interesting take on Charlotte Lucas. I think that's probably not a goat Charlotte Lucas. There's mm-hmm. not enough of her, but still good. Um, we've got a, a good Georgiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rory Gilmore cannot catch a break. <laughs> She's just got really bad taste in dudes. Well, I mean, it was the early aughts. Sorry. And also it's hereditary. Also, maybe yeah. that wasn't Rory Gilmore. Maybe it was Lorelai Gilmore. And what in we were getting past? was the Gilmore Girls origin story where what? Lydia's dad, sorry, Rory's dad is not Christopher. 
Christopher, who sucks, put Johnny Wickham, who also sucks. Johnny Wickham. Um, Johnny. So, that, so not a goat there, though. That, no, he, Wickham right stank. He yeah. was not we great. We jump in really fast <laughs> in the plot, like yes. uh, super fast, because uh, basically they're strolling in right away. There's not a big buildup, like you have mm-hmm. to go meet him, none of that. Uh, we've got hot Bingley, um, Badra. Mm-hmm. Badra. Now I'm mm-hmm. now I'm doubting myself. Um, coming over from London with his hot sister. Oh my God! Played she... by Indira Varma from many many things, but one of them is Never Have I Ever, a great Netflix series created by Mindy Kaling. Um, if you have not watched it, it's please so go watch it because she plays uh, the girl's mom and she is incredible. Yeah, she's oh, so funny. I think I saw the first episode of that. Oh my god, her character throughout that entire first season, the the character of her mom mm-hmm. is so fucking good she's and this so good. woman just knocks it out of the park. Mm. So Indira Varma? Yeah. Indira Varma, I'm going to you're a here girl. You're inside my heart. Yeah. She's very good. She's so funny. Um, and she and so they're they're the British contributions, right? They're mm-hmm. sweeping in from uh, a lovely home on the Thames with a view to the Windsor Castle mm-hmm. and the flags <laughs> up, <laughs> Queen's home. Um, so she is uh, very feeling very um, cosmopolitan. Yes. And uh, whereas Saeed, I'm sorry, I'm just going to call him Saeed, <laughs> is just there to have a good time, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because w- by, when he goes to fly home, his plane's going to crash. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> and he's gonna get lost in the middle of the ocean. Oh. He's gonna. There's gonna be a golden retriever, inexplicably, um, and a golden pile of pee. <laughs> yeah, golden pee. Also, a a a, a very um, um, mean blonde. Yes. Um, who will fall in love with him, and and then die. Spoilers for Lost. She yeah, dies. sorry. Shannon dies. Shannon dies. Yeah. Um, she died hard. Yeah. She died really hard. <laughs> Yeah, she died. She bit it. She died super hard. She died really hard. God, I can't believe I'm still talking about loss. I remember Boone. In this, our year 2021. I remember, remember Boone? I, can, I, I refuse to talk anymore about Lost. But that not, door has closed. Hold on, hold on. No, but it's not her boat. <laughs> That's the only thing that can ever pull me back in, you bitch. You know what? Not Penny Foe. It's a god tier TV that, moment. You know what? It is. But that show hurt me so hard by the just end. Think I was just think of the good times. Just think of the good times. Oh, God. I don't know if I can. You I, know what? Here's the thing. so funny. You don't... Not every show is all wins. Sometimes you just got to appreciate the good stuff. But not... Seasons one and two of Alias. Not any show will string you along for six entire seasons after specifically telling you it was not all going to be a dream, and then at the end it was all a fucking dream. Isn't that how to <laughs> I just can't. But he, Saeed was fucking hot. Y'all, someday, for a bonus episode. No. Nope, it's happening. Someday I'm not going to watch Lost. No, you don't have to watch it. Okay. Someday for a bonus episode. I'm going to I'm going to break this thing wide open cuz I'm going to sit Julie down. I'm going to say Julia's time. And she's going to say no it's not. I'm not drunk enough for this and I'm going to say you're right, you're probably not, but the time has come. We're going to debate the lost finale, which I think is fine. I've got no issues with it either. I'm okay with it. Uh, uh, no. Let I me put my mask back on cuz that made you uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why it made you uncomfortable because that episode of television enraged me too. Oh. 
Like I, I might have thrown something, you know, across the room when that episode. So was Pride over. and Prejudice. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. I was just, I, was <laughs> just, it's, it's I wanted to end with a nice quote from Lost. Please, where he says we have to go back. Maybe we should. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, I do want to call him by his Wait. character's name. We gotta appreciate that. <laughs> I know we have to go back. Jadine got a win. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. Live win up top. Hey, you know what? Those yeah. were that was not us hitting our screens. <laughs> no. That was an actual high five. <laughs> okay, so how do you? How is the name spelled? Uh, it's it's Badra, right? I'm I, I believe Balraj. 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 That's Not right. Badra. So Balraj. I'm going to write I was that down. Combining Balraj with Bagheera. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Which is not right. That's not right. Yeah. Okay, so I got it. I just want to make Ball sure I'm Raj. actually using his um, name because he was a standout. He was just so He good. was great. Yeah. Um, but we can also just call him Naveen Andrews. Cause yeah, Naveen. Ooh. That's his name. That's his real name? He was on a TV show on CBS with Alan Cumming for a while where the the thing was like, this is exactly like every CBS show you've ever watched, only it's Alan Cumming, so it's a little bit gay. Um, and by a little bit <laughs> gay, I mean... Was it procedural? Mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wore very nice suits and had a very handsome husband. Um, and other than that, it was basically every other CBS procedural you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I still watched it. Alan Cumming was solving crimes. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, how it, instinct, instinct. Yeah, gotta get uh, there. Naveen Andrews was his former CIA contact. Oh. And then, and then he was a love interest for his cop partner. Okay. Oh. It was hot. Cool. I, I find it very hard to imagine a role in which he would be a person that disappeared. Like he is such a mm-hmm. strong force. Like his the feeling of that person of Naveen, he he just brings this like energy with him that is very strong, and he did it here as Bingley, which is so interesting because that's not Bingley, right? Yeah, Bingley is golden retriever, <clears throat> not sex bomb. Not like please put your D in my V. Immediate me. <laughs> like, let's get it. Oh. Or my knee. <laughs> or, or my, my knee. Uh, uh, he, that's I, an interesting DMV joke. I like that. Yeah. I'm still thing. here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> but he, that uh, I think is the first thing that I noticed where I was like, oh, they're going to make Bingley hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And welcome. A welcome change. Yes, it was a welcome change. He's usually, even in the the like glossier adaptations, he's usually pretty and not hot. Right. I like that he's a smoke show. Yeah, total smoke show. Jane, he's not a Hummel figurine. No, and Jane is excited about that smoke show. Yes, she is. And there is a lot of thirst happening. Yeah. Mm. And it's it makes sense because he is very attractive. He has that also, energy that's pulling you towards... We'll talk about it more in episode two, but when, he fi- when Darcy tells him like, hey, you shouldn't marry her, she's... She's nice, but her family's hot garbage. She's garbage. Uh, he gets so mad he doesn't talk to him anymore. That's right. That is a nice thing. That's nice. nice. As well. You know what, Bingley? You still shouldn't have listened to him. You should. You should have been. You should have been. Probably should have punched him. You should just should have been like, Nah, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna marry this girl. Um, you know That's what? what Thank do. you for your input. I don't care. Thank you for your feedback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I like that little twist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darcy, let's talk about our Darcy casting. Well, I'm trying to be less negative, just generally speaking, but then I look at Janine's face, and Janine's face is saying everything I want to say. Um, He grew on me. He was... He's the Bingley of Darcy's. Yeah. You know what? Apt. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty, not super hot, 
also not smoldering, not a smolder in sight. No. And Darcy Ooh, has to have a couple little tiny smolder. Mm. The the fighting by the pool. That was good. That was good. Mostly driven by Lizzie, though. Yes. I've got to say, yeah. he was just outclassed and outmatched he by was. her. She yeah. was in very every She was not in her the league at all. That was, that was okay. Adorably awkward. Yeah. He learned how to do the dance mm-hmm. at the temple, and that was cool, but he just was not, he didn't do it for me. Uh, he does, however, have a pretty great American accent, because that bitch is from New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Then you know what? His accent was stellar. Martin Henderson. Oh, I'll see no, that, that says was it all. not New Zealand. No. Martin Henderson. Martin, I can't do no. it. I can't even you, do Australia. You sound like... Martin Henderson. <laughs> Martin Henderson. Martin. Martin. No. Oh, Those my God. were the days. <laughs> We've got to stop. All right, so oh, Martin so Henderson back. did not really bring it for me. No. I He grew on me. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to be watching it again before we record episode two next week. And I will be a little bit more critical because I am I'm the inexplicably the easiest mark of the three of us. It is my actual job to be critical. Mm-hmm. And yet the two of you are like, nope. And I'm like, but maybe that's because I'm a hater. Hey, 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 we were trying very hard to like take in the entire experience, too. And like everyone was so good. And he's such a, he's he's a big role. We want him to be good. Well, I do think that as adapted here, mm-hmm. he is supposed to be off-putting yes i think some of that is the screenplay like he just always says the wrong thing and think about how strongly we reacted every time he said the wrong thing because he was saying it the exact right way right so i think that that maybe whether or not martin Martin henderson (laughs) martin henderson (laughs) was um, was good as is harder to tell, or is good, it's harder to tell because uh, he was playing boring guy who's secretly pretty great. Oh, no, the, that wasn't the scene that I liked. The scene that I liked is on the airplane. Oh, yeah, oh, that yeah. scene, that was, that, was scene. Scene. that was his that best was scene. That was a good scene. We were, um, he was also done dirty by an incredibly boring love montage. The song was cute, right? Was. The jogging lifeguards, and we'll get there. Yeah. But, um, but, it was a really boring love montage. Well, and their fight montage too that was happening in Goya was like. <laughs> and no, in the movie theater. No, in the not that fight. The one where they were like oh. they had just met the acquaintance and like she hadn't quite met Wickham yet. I gotcha. And they were like that was also very awkward of this weird montage. Yeah, I just he just didn't do it for me. Not, and that's okay not because a goat Darcy because Lalita was so amazing. She, was so good. she just kind of pulled that entire plot along. She hasn't. She she has a great like side eye eyebrow. She has incredible Fuck. presence. Gosh, and she solid. must be a huge Bollywood star, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Aishwarya Rai. Yeah, she um, was great. Yeah. Yeah. She and she's beautiful. And that's our Lizzie. Lalita is Lizzie. Yes. Yeah. Um, th- she was. Maybe the feistiest Lizzie? She was definitely fucking feisty, and she didn't like it at a dinner party. When somebody said some shit, she would step to it. Mm-hmm. She was not afraid to step to it every single fucking time. Well, you know what? Her refusal of Mr. Coley. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Coley. Mm-hmm. Coley. Because, like, Collins. Yeah. Um, do you get it? <laughs> it's like Collins. Col- oh, I get it. Because he's Mr. Collins. Um, another go- possible goat. He's got a... 
an uphill battle because we've already got like a, David Bamber exists. He's in a very crowded field. Yeah, yes. because, it's because <laughs> the role of Collins is one of the best parts in Pride and Prejudice. Because yeah. it's that role where you come in and you get to be fucking hilarious and then just leave. And so you always make an impression. Collins always makes an impression. I think the best Collins is, and this one is an exception because of a, a choice that this film makes that I actually quite like, um, the best Collinses are also, in addition to being very funny, you can see the meanness. Like mm-hmm. they're, you mostly just laugh at them because of the patheticness and the ineptitude and the conceit, right? But there's this like underlying strength of meanness, which I think makes David Bamber so good because when he says she, she likes to have the distinction of rank preserved, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's just such a dick. Whereas here, our Mister Colley is hold on. Neaton Ganatra. Mm-hmm. Um, Good job, Mr. Ganatra. Is fucking hilarious. He's very funny. And the worst, but also like like a big, stupid dog. Yeah, like a bumbling ding dong. Yeah. yeah, like a just. Uh, I kept. We were comparing him to Ray Romano and Guy Fieri. Yeah. Like he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a. He's a Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> he's a definite Kimmy Gibbler. Uh, but that doesn't mean that he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. He would be a terrible husband, although apparently he finds the perfect woman for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our Mr. Bennett, I think, is also very good. Oh, I really enjoyed him. But yeah. he, he didn't have very much to do, I was going to say, they took away a lot of the stuff that was very specific to Mr. Bennett because they were making it way more about Mrs. Bennett. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but he <laughs> had Bennett got a solo. Oh, her solo though. She was the. Pure I think gold. she's our cringiest Mrs. Bennett, because and again this is an adaptation thing, but because of all of the conversations that she has that humiliate Lizzie and Jane, uh, in other adaptations are way more direct. She's actually like yes. saying them right in front of saying people the quiet part out loud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> To people she shouldn't be saying it to, right? She's mm-hmm. not just, like, being loud and she's overheard. She's, like, directly, like, Jane's gonna marry you and be rich. Like, it's just yes. really... Woof. Ooh. That, and, that entire um, scene, we, all we were doing is just moaning. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, it hurts so hard. She, yeah, she was great, too, and I bet she's probably has a very long she's, Bollywood career. Uh, Nadira Babar. Um... She was very funny. She's yeah. also a writer. Oh, cool. Um, you know what? Not she does not actually have all that many. I can't credits. believe that she was great. She's currently on a TV show. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I guess, she's so good. I cannot imagine. She obviously has a strong career because she's she's got a 1985 costume design credit. Oh my god, there's a picture of Ray Romano. Um, <laughs> shit. They're she's listening. got uh, a t- 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 fucking Daphne. <laughs> she's in there. She's in there. She's in there. She's, hold on, let me close my little camera thing. Again. <laughs> um, anyway, she was also great. Uh, we've got our other Bennett sisters to address. Yes. Um, um, bye, Kitty. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Kitty erasure. Justice for Kitty. We've been saying justice for Mary a lot. Mary doesn't need our defense in this movie. No. Mary, maybe the best scene. Is it the best scene? I don't know if it's the best scene, but it's definitely very memorable. It is so funny. Iconic. I, you know what? I she fucking offended that we haven't seen that on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. You know know what? 
I'm it, offended. Offended. This, Get on it, Queens. I gotta say that scene Mary was in had some bite to it. <laughs> I'm going home. Thanks for listening to our show. Um, this is our final episode. It was so good. <laughs> We're never recording again. Um, Julie and I are in Janine's apartment, which is on the third floor of a building. Uh, when you when you hear our headphones hit the table, it'll be because we've just thrown ourselves out the window. <laughs> right. <laughs> It was actually on you. It was that terrible snake job. <laughs> so, Take it back. Oh, God. You can't get rid of that sting. Wait, who's Aaron? <laughs> so, oh. first of all. Did you just say you can't get rid of that sting? Yeah. Because it's, it's a venom joke. Oh, no. We got it. <laughs> It's cool. It's cool. Right. I know it's new. I'll just, so, I'm no, just going to turn my mic off. I got you. Just simmer, simmer down. Simmer <laughs> down, buddy. Um, it's like the good old days. Um, so Kitty, first of all, does not exist in this adaptation. You know what's, what's Let's strange. have a sad moment about it. I have a sad moment yes. about it. The image that I used as our like, holding image for the crowdcast, which means it's probably also the image. Yeah, whatever. It's the image for this episode. Just go look at it. Um, it looks like there are five prominent sisters like it's the and maybe one of them is the other bride it's mm. um it's from that very first dance number when yeah. we're at it has the wedding, to be the other bride, it's the other bride. Um, <clears throat> and it's lizzie's in the middle right and they're like we're about to do the indian version of american idol as um uh oh god what's her name um kids what do they call caroline in this one karen kieran yes karen. kieran um tells uh darcy that it's like the like the indian version of american idol um and there really is like a little dance battle like it's very like nsync versus backstreet boys yes uh, it really took me back all right um yeah. it really it just mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> i missed you guys so much oh my god i can't handle this so no kitty <laughs> Tough titty kitty. Tough titty kitty. You're out. Kitty, hit the showers. Why are you still here? <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I presume that they just decided that Kitty was kind of an extraneous character and kind of rolled anything she did in with Lydia. Yeah. They thought Kitty was shitty. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so they kicked some litter over her. She's gone. And then the foot hit the back of the litter box. <laughs> So that's all you need to know. Kitty is gone. It's a sad choice, but I can kind of understand it. The, the movie does a really good job for Austin fans of letting you know who's who right away. Because we get a beautiful shot of Jane, like brushing her hair, being all innocent. And then Lizzie cracks the joke. must be one of a wife joke, right? And then um, they're getting ready to go to this wedding. And one of the sisters runs out in just like a very tiny top. Mm-hmm. And a very low pair of pants with a very 2004 navel. Like, yes. it was, like, a very, I'm a slave for you navel. Yeah. Like, yes. it just needed a little stone and, like, na- uh, like, it wouldn't be cultural appropriation if it was henna. Yes. Because it's actually, That's but you know her culture. I mean. like, yes. I know I may be young, but I've got feelings, too. Um, like that. <laughs> So we were immediately like, oh, okay, well, that's Lydia, right? And then she immediately gets like a uh, disapproving comment from one of her other sisters. So, oh, that's Mary. That's Mary. <laughs> that's Mary. Done and done. Fine, um, Mary. Done. They're both great. Um, that, that Mary, your Maya, 
Um, Magna Kathari is the actress's name. Magna Kathari, thank you for your work. You were incredible. You're the so Cobra good. dance alone will live in my mind in perpetuity forever. Just your forever. comedic timing was crisp and perfect. You are a very good dancer, which means that you're good at making it look bad. It's like being a bad, it's like being a really good singer who can really do bad singing well. She did that for dancing. Yes. Like a comedic masterstroke. That in, I'm so glad it didn't hit the cutting room floor because like they easy performance easy, art. Yes, yeah. they easily could have cut that scene. Right. Oh, yeah. It doesn't really make sense in the plot other than that it's like Mary at the piano forte. But they give it so much time to breathe because she is so good at it. Mm-hmm. And so, thank you, Maya. Maybe best Mary of all time. Maybe best Mary based on that scene alone. Oh yeah. There are some. There are some good Marys, and there are good Marys ahead to come. Yes, right. but. Neil's really excited. Neil's very excited about the Kira Knightley when he can't wait to watch it. Has he ever seen it? No. Does he just like Kira? No, he's like, I have to watch it now. He's just, he's that invested in (laughs) pee-pee. I mean, you guys, this is our lives right now. We have been doing nothing but pee-pee for this entire pandemic. In this entire pan-pee-pee, we've been done. We've committed to this this path. I I love it. I'm calling it. We're going to do... Pride and Prejudice new musical, mm-hmm. and then we're the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Then we're gonna do the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. And then we're doing Kira, and then we're pausing on Pride and Prejudice because I just don't have it in me to watch six. There are so many more. Subs- right? Well, there are, but th- we're also done with almost all the big ones. That's what I'm right? saying. Right. So we'll like occasionally dot in one of the small ones. We've got so, uh, more Hallmark Christmas movies ahead. Oh, We've got classic. Classic. Come on, you're. I know. but. Think you how, do know think that I love the hang- hate, that hate, hate, hangover hate, hate, is going to be. Hate, 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 hate. You're going to love the hangover. We're going to have a great time rewriting them, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. We get to do that. Spelunking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, point is uh, we're doing three more Pride properties after musical, this. And yeah. then Lizzie Bennet Diaries, which is a series so that'll take us a while. And then Kira Knightley. And then we're moving on to Ma. 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 So, wait, where were we? Uh, we were talking about the cast. That we should move now to uh, Johnny Wickham. Oh no, he was bad. I think he was perfectly cast, even though I found him very boring as an actor. I agree. Because he looked like a walking can of Axe body spray. Yes, yeah. yes. Like he was definitely gonna meet a 17-year-old girl at a frat party because she came with her older sister and he was going to say, do you want a beer? And like get her too drunk. And then all of the other women at the party band together to punch him in the face and kick him in the nuts and throw him out the door. Yes. That's because all happy endings in this movie. Yes, all um, happy endings. He's the worst. You can just except for Except for Georgiana. I sense a little bit of trauma and sadness there because obviously she had been pregnant. Yeah. And we never really learn anything else about that. Yeah. So there is a little shadow, and it's because Wickham got her pregnant, and at least they go straight to the fucking meat of the situation in this one, which is Wickham impregnated his younger sister when she was 17. 16. 16. Oh, got even worse. Yeah. And so, you know what? I was nervous that Wickham was going to get the same, like, brush-aside treatment that he got in um, Wishbone. 
because come on, wish come bone. on, wishbone, because they were gonna want to move away from anything negative or or um, you know kind of weird like that. Mm-hmm. But they really fucking went for it, and then that was. Um, really amplified when the fight scene when they went into the Bollywood movie theater and you got you saw that moment with the Bolly, the like assault happen they really went in on Wickham so I appreciated that yes, change me too me too um, but the actor was you're right just kind of boring he looked right but he was <sighs> sounded right right vibe and I think sometimes that's okay because here Wickham didn't need to be anything but a fuckboy. Yes. Like we had to understand why Lizzie would be like, okay, let's do this. His entrance was just like, Oh my God. So he walked out water. of the ocean. To, to the set. To, he was lured like dun, a siren. Dun, 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 dun. He's just, just walking dun, 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 out dun, dun, at night, just like, dripping water, walking oh, out of the ocean in Goa, just like, hey guys. Uh, drunk in love. Hey, yes, it was very drunk in love. You're all uh, playing a guitar by the uh, by the sea. Oh, I'm glad place. that's how I get summoned. Yeah, you know, yeah. swimming out in the sea was really dangerous. I'm glad you had a fire. Thank God. Like, it was nighttime. <laughs> Thank God for your guitar solo. I would have been out there forever. I was supposed to fly here, but Darcy, he made me swim. <laughs> I'm so poor. <laughs> I'm so poor. Now I'm poor. You know what? We didn't give enough respect to that wishbone Wickham. He knocked it out of the park. He was very funny. Yeah. He... He delivered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, our our path here is very similar to PP, um, the BBC AE PP, mm-hmm. in terms of its faithfulness. I think it's like pretty it's faithful. Second only to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they all meet, and it's love at first sight, basically for Jane and mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry for Jaya and. Um, Balraj. Balraj. Um, uh, it's hate at first sight, but also maybe you'd like to give it to me between uh, Lalita and Will. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Mary does a snake dance. <laughs> uh, but we don't encounter Wickham until later. And in this case, it's not, oh, we're just on the streets of Meriton. It's coming out of the ocean at Goa, mm-hmm. where which is Jane's trip to Netherfield, only she has to go on horseback and then she gets sick. In this mm-hmm. case, it's just that Jane goes with J- Jaya goes with Lolita and they're there with the Bingleys and mm-hmm. having a having a nice time. And yeah, this is where we get the uh, the stunt cast with uh, uh, oh Ashanti yeah. Ashanti oh yeah Ashanti yeah. shows up yeah because she did the theme song for the for the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so she sings it there yeah we've then, got. She performs. Yeah, we also, we skipped one of the musical numbers. We skipped, because we have the opening dance at the wedding, mm-hmm. which is so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a real hoot. Then there's the musical number in the street, um, where we get, it's a little bit like um, Belle is walking through her little town. Mm-hmm. It's a quiet village. Yes. And meeting all of the, what I, only in this case, it's like, there's going to be a wedding. Let's talk about bread and earrings. Like, mm-hmm. it's just very... Look at all the things that people can buy. There's a wedding. Yep. <laughs> Which is, it's very fun. It's really, really fun. <laughs> With bride. And it was, <laughs> was, was that the one that was the first time that everybody was dancing together in the same choreography as yeah. opposed to the men and the women? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. at the wedding, the first big number, it was the men danced together and the women danced together and their styles are very different. Yeah. And then this one that you're talking about in the, like, market or whatever is everyone all together just talking about how fucking great getting married is 
and everybody's together on that one. Oh yeah, it's right. great for the economy too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that, and then the wedding continues because it's it's a process. Yeah, it um, takes several days, and then we're at the coast, and then Johnny Wickham comes out of the like Ariel, like he just <laughs> traded his voice to a sea witch, and then. Um, use those legs to walk right up on dry land. And Lizzie's like, I'd hit it. And everyone else is like, why? Um, <laughs> and uh, Kieran does try to warn her. She does. She does. She and makes an As opposed to some of our other Caroline Bingleys where it's like, you should know he's the son of a servant. <laughs> Giant bite of muffin. <laughs> Here, <laughs> we you, don't Jeannie. actually know what she's going to say. But it doesn't seem... She seems like a real bitch for uh, throughout a lot of the movie, but there I really thought like, hey, you should know, you know, like woman to woman, that this guy's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It did feel like she was about to lay something on her. And yeah. Lizzie is just like, no. Mm-hmm. Liz- Lizzie is very, um, <clears throat> talk to the hand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of actually like, talk, talk to the hand. Stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Because the face don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um... So then we get Mr. Coley shows up, and that's all very faithful. And we haven't really talked about him. Oh, my God. He's he so good. He was amazing. He was Guy very Fieri. funny. He was, um, the change that was made in the adaptation was that this Mr. Collins, Mr. Coley here, lives in L.A., lives in America, and has, like, uh, an accountant. <laughs> an accountant, yeah. accountant accountancy job and has like a big McMansion somewhere but that that is like kind of um, uh, seen as a something to get like a, a goal but he's just an idiot and he's just a goofy like physical comedy he's just as Allison said earlier he's just kind of like a big dumb dumb well the the, uh, the aspect of someone who's made it into so- to society or what he views as society because there, there's a lot of the oh well America's so much better mm-hmm. you know not India India's not uh, you know everything's so great but I came back here for a wife because because I, want, I need a subservient wife yeah because in America no no no, no I no. can't get that mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, I need my marriage to be arranged for me by an Indian woman who knows what kind of wife an Indian man needs, and that is subservient and, subservient and whatever. And, of course, Lizzie is, um, Lalita is not here for that. She yeah. is not about it. Not no. one minute. In fact, one of the single best moments in this movie is when she turns away from him. No, that's Darcy, right, when she does the snarl? Was that Darcy? Yeah, well, she did, she hits a couple of them with the snarl. There was one, the, the, it was after, this is pretty early in the movie, so I think it must be Darcy. Just like a, well, she, he keeps saying, one of the times he comes to talk to her, after at first he's like, uh, I mean, what, this is like, it's like Hicksville, India. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's very into Lolita anyway, and he just like in the in the neck he goes tries to talk to her all the time. But one of those conversations, he keeps saying the most backward shit that he very obviously doesn't realize is offensive, right? Mm-hmm. Like he talks shit about the hotel he's in, which is the nicest hotel in town. He it it's all very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Because she calls him out on all of it, and he gets progressively thornier, and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just... I'm obsessed with her. When she leaves him in that snarl. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh, it was real. But, sorry. So, Mr. Collie. 
great job. What's yeah. the actor's name again? Nitin. 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 Ganatra. Thank you, Mr. Ganatra, for your solid work because there was also a really great moment where there was a song where the sisters were all in their jammies talking about how it was very obviously going to be Lizzie's job to marry this guy and they're making fun of him and it's the No Wife, No Life song. I don't know if you guys (laughs) remember this. It's so good. And then they have that brief flash to what it would be like to sleep with him and he's in that big round bed like roars like a lion and then throws himself backwards and is wearing an American flag fucking Speedo. (laughs) And that's what I need in my Mr. Collins. He was so on point. He was great. Very, very good. So I think we've hit all the major casting points, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about poor Lydia. Um, Lydia was um, very youthful and fine, but I just think that she was there to be like a, a make the point. She, we didn't really get a lot from Lydia. We just got the... I, I sort of appreciate, since we were since we get happy endings for all this stuff, that it's just that she's an, a naive idiot. Yeah. Um, so it's more like, like you, you don't know what you're doing and not, wow, you don't care about anybody but yourself. Yeah. Which is Lydia, mm-hmm. the Lydia we know and don't love. Mm-hmm. That's her whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary, however, exactly the same. <sighs> so good. Spot on. Uh, I got very confused because as I was on my IMDb page, it was like season two of Bride and Prejudice. And I was like, oh my God, is there a TV adaptation? I, like, how did I not know about this? No, there is an Australian reality series Gross. called Bride and Prejudice, which is about couples planning to wed whose families disapprove of their relationships. We're not going to watch no. that. No, no, absolutely no, 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 no. That's not, not an adaptation. That it's is, just a that is a name. No. <sighs> I got so nervous. I don't want to watch that. No. <laughs> so what, since we talked about the cast and we've done a little bit of the plot we know i want to talk about the way things were different okay yeah. let's do yeah. it let's do the way things were different through um oh last let's ca- all go to london do mm-hmm. we want last casting uh, lady Catherine? oh yeah, oh, yeah. she was fine yeah um she didn't just, have very much to do she didn't have a lot to Ooh, do here's a casting thing well you know what no we'll talk about we'll talk about lady Catherine in the next episode because we should also be talking about anne um oh, yes and future Mrs. Darcy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's Georgina Chapman. I was going to say, was she um, the stand-in for what's-her-name in the original And DeBurr, yeah. yeah but um, the actress is Georgina Chapman, who is uh, the fashion designer who's the head of Marchesa, who was married to Harvey Weinstein. So. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Miramax. Um, okay. God. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we'll talk about... Well, We'll talk about that stuff. Okay, we'll come back. Um, so, yeah, things that are different through about let's all go to London. How about that? Okay. So sure. Darcy is a hotelier. Mm-hmm. That's different. He's not landed gentry. And so that... I mean, it also takes place now. So right. If he was landed gentry. So right. In a way, it kind of is. Hilton. Maybe, sort of. Yeah. But it's clear that he is a businessman that makes their money in a way that Lizzie is not necessarily 100% there for sometimes. And so... the Yeah, because it leads to one of the more interesting points, yes. which is he's um, he does says a lot of things that are like, I'm not racist, I have black friends, yes. but about oh. Indian culture, about his position in society. Um, it's, it's actually really thoughtful. It's a really thoughtful update on what Austin is doing because... Um, 
he, for example, is part of the reason he went to the wedding in the first place is not just because he was going with his best bud, but because he's there to check out a hotel that his family might buy in Goa. And he says to Lizzie, basically, like, why, I mean... Of course I think it's worth coming here. Why would I want to buy a hotel here if I didn't? It's At a certain point, he tries to be like, well, I think India is more than that. And Lizzie says, oh, why? And then he has nothing no to answer. say. Nothing to back it up. Um, it just really, it was a great moment. But the, it's this beautiful resort hotel. And Lizzie is like, this isn't India. <laughs> Yeah. Like what you want is for people to come to India and then maybe they get like a little tiny piece of the culture and they don't actually have to talk to anyone or see anything. And part of the reason she responds so warmly to Wickham is that Wickham actually at least tells her that he really wants to see the country and she's very passionate about the country and about mm -hmm. her family and about her culture and, um, and the condescension and the patronizing tone that Darcy takes without realizing it like until so many of us take until right? she straight up just calls him a colonizer to his face to his which face. was fire <laughs> and i was like yes lolita you do that so that's a change that i appreciated and a way to bring the world of bollywood and pride and prejudice together in a really interesting way was mm -hmm. to make a bigger deal out of the like money aspect of it who has it why do they have it like that's there in Jane Austen but it's like kind of just understood here mm. it was very specific also and that's true also of the way that they talk about arranged marriages because mm -hmm. it's not you'd think that the argument of the movie would be arranged marriages are bad but they go out of their way very early on to address that and that's not the approach at all it's like do they look unhappy no but at the same time that doesn't mean that all arranged marriages are good. Right. I, I also appreciate, because uh, my best friend, when I went to his wedding and got to hang out with his family, I talked to a lot of his family about arranged marriages. Like, they're like, listen, it's actually pretty great because who knows you the best? Your family. They mm. know what you like. They know what you need. They also know your wife is going to be a big part of your family. So, like, they go out and they try to find someone who matches, right? And all and good that's the same thing happening on the other side where the bride is trying to say, hey, you know, mm. we I want to date somebody. You, it's, it's a, I don't know how I would do that, but it was it, the moment they described it that way. I was like, that just makes so much fucking sense. I can't. In my mind, I can't imagine what it would have been like if somebody tried to matchmake for me. It would have been terrible. It would have been, I would have been trapped in a marriage that would not be fulfilling to me. Mm -hmm. I just know it. Like, because of the my sense of humor and because of the way I live my life. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody was just like, oh, she's smart and funny and then tried to find me someone, I don't think that they would get to the very base of why I need somebody who's actually also very smart and funny. Because I would be bored. I think I'm very attracted by it just because I'm very single. Anyway. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? <laughs> That's fair. <enough. laughs> it's... Just a cult. A it's piece just of something a cultural else. Thing we yeah. can't right. possibly understand. Right. However, there are a lot of links to. Um, I mean, all kinds of Edwardian and re Regency, Regency oh, yeah. time, all that yes. shit. So, for example, when Lizzie gets very mad because she finds out that Darcy's mom is trying to convince him to marry this other woman who's a friend of the family who also has money and whatever, she's like, "You're getting into an arranged marriage, so you're yeah, a big like fucking hypocrite." Like, yeah, yeah, there's right? nothing different there. It's yeah. not. It's it's not that different <laughs> when mm -hmm. we marry and think about our families and our obligations and what other people are going to think. With any friendship partnership, whenever we start thinking that way, it's a little piece of this bigger conversation mm -hmm. that still exists in some cultures and did exist in 
I, most, if not all. So um, I thought that that was really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that it wasn't going for an easy answer in either direction. Yeah. Like, it's complicated. Yeah. That's, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How else was, what's another big difference that stood out from the OG plot? Oh, that it all ended happily. That they were, that Darcy and um, Lolita, sorry, Lolita worked together to rescue Lydia. Yeah. Like there's no machinations and money changing hands and forced marriage. Yeah, we'll talk, forget what I said earlier about, we'll do the second half of the movie later. Oh, Because that doesn't make any sense. No, well, let's talk about all the plot changes. And then in the next episode we can do, because I want to talk about the costumes. I want to talk mm-hmm. about the music. I want to talk about the choreography. I want to talk about all that shit. I think the costumes, music, and choreography should probably be their own chunk. So that could be the second episode. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, so here we'll, it'll be like casting and plot. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I really like, I as you said earlier, I like that Lolita is involved in trying to rescue. Save her. Um, our Lydia Lockie, Lockie, um, with Darcy, and they go on a little bit like running around London, London the London scavenger hunt. Oh, where did he take her? The London Eye. Gasp! He was with some birds. Said they were going to die. That's what, what that guy sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte's wedding was a, new, a different ad, which I really liked because we yeah. don't we don't get to see her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And yeah, like our that was glimpse of Pemberley, the, yeah. like the Pemberley equivalent. Is um, her awesome. wedding yeah. thumbs down no Pemberley? With, yeah, that was a bad change. Once again, yeah. I'm, I always what? like I it when there's no Pemberley. I always it, hate it. It could Sorry. be worse because beautiful hotel is gorgeous, greater than sign, average house with a red front door. You're right, yeah. and nothing's ever going to be as bad as that Hallmark one. But you know what was great about that movie when they went spurlunking. <laughs> Spurlunking. <laughs> you love to add an R to things. I, that's, I think that might be a Northwest. Warp. I think, it's, I think that's maybe a Northwestern thing. Maybe that's my accent. Who knows? I don't know. Portland listeners, I know you're out there. Portland, Portland listeners. Lurseners. Lurseners. Sheardor. Maybe washing things it's now. It's really hard well, to add an R to Seattle. Maybe a Northwestern thing that's coming out Seattler. Bird and Bird oh my god, we're fucking off the road. Well, I'm I'm a Kennewickian. That's what I am. Kennewickian. Kennewick? Kennewick. I'm from Shirkurger. I'm a Shirkurger. You know somebody has said it that way. <laughs> you know somebody's gone, uh, I'm from Shirkurger. But so I what I liked about uh, Charlotte's wedding, uh it made it a very global affair and like mm-hmm. which I think was actually really nice. LA, London. Yeah. yeah, the whole travel sequence was really interesting. Well, like sending traveling the whole family. Well, and the, whole and family. the importance of these weddings too. Cause like Indian mm-hmm. weddings are like I remember at, at Rahul's wedding, I got invited to an Indian wedding and they were like, You your family and like we want to have you come from overseas because it shows where that you know that there's prestige to that because mm-hmm. people are coming from all the world. And so it was like a nice thing to say, hey, this these weddings are there are balls. Yep. And we are we have family all over the world, and we're going to visit them and like take mm-hmm. time with them. I really enjoyed that yeah. part. That was a good chance. That's cool. I like that. Um, Charlotte, by the way, here Chandra. Chandra, mm-hmm. um, played by Sonali Kulkarni. Who, she she was, she, she was very charming. She didn't have a lot to do, but she was good. And it was uh, Allison was right. Once you started listening to her dialogue, it was very clear that she was Charlotte immediately. Oh yeah, like, yeah. But a Charlotte who actually is like, no, okay. This guy, could, this could work. He thinks I'm great, and I want to go to the United States. And I and, like L.A. And, I, and now I've got three pools. Yeah. 
three pools. Well, two pools on the in the compound, and then a hot a hot tub bath. That's right, the hot tub with the jacuzzi <laughs> with the jets. With yeah, the jets. With the jets. Yeah, so, in uh, the three and a half bath. Yeah. <laughs> it was eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it's already worth. $900,000. That was in 2004, everyone. So we know. Oh, God, Guess you know what we haven't talked about? <laughs> that was not going to last. Get some fun, Charlotte. Oh, boy. <laughs> you better sign some papers. Yeah, you're, you're in for the surprise. Well, as an accountant, he's fine. There's lots to do. Yeah, you're right. yeah. His job is probably safe. Yeah. Um, what else? It depends about, on who he works for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was another good change? Well, I mean that. So that's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lockie gets away, basically. Yeah, she um, doesn't and get trapped into a marriage. First, there's that. We'll talk about the fight as part of like choreographed stuff next week. But there's this fight, and we get a, a fight with Darcy, and then we get, which is very Bridget Jones, actually. Like it's mm-hmm. really like they're wrestling, and then we get a uh, slap to the face from Lizzie, uh, Lalita, and then another one from Lockie after she hears. <laughs> Johnny Wickham. Johnny Wickham. Lamita, it was always you. Uh, uh, terrible. Well, and that fight was uh, mirrored Sweet. by the Bollywood. Yeah, yeah. It was, there like, was a. I'll, I'll we're going to talk about that. That was fun. Yeah. I'll figure out what film that was and we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Um, what other. I mean, I feel like there are a lot of. Caroline Bingley was interesting. Yes. Um, Kieran, that was Kieran, her. Yeah. Kieran. Mm-hmm. She, first of all, we have Hardy waxed rhapsodic about the actress she's amazing but she was it was clear that she was a kind of mean but she was never as overtly directly mean as caroline bingley in most of the other adaptations and then at the end it was just like she was fine so there was a little bit of venom taken out of her she part. did i will say yeah a little less venom yeah she um she said oh are you looking for <laughs> i'll kill you yeah <laughs> She said, oh, are you looking for him? He's right over there and pointed at drumming Darcy, right? But mm-hmm. the second that Lolita turned around, her face went... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, she's still not happy about it, but she's much better at faking it Yes, than, uh, than Caroline's of yore. I act, like Even knowing who the, the character was, I, when uh, the family went to go visit to see Bingley, uh, Bal, um, Balraj. 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 Uh, I actually thought Caroline, uh, I, that Kieran was going to be nice. I like. I fully thought well, she was going to be a little bit nice. She was, that was the only scene where she was actively mean. She was the, like, was the yeah. bringing him into your house and then saying, "Oh, they're well, not here." And all the shit she was talking behind their backs. Right, but you know what else she had though? She had a Burberry bikini with a visor. Next week, I know we've oh. got to save it, but that shit was when the best. When we mm. inevitably start talking oh. about the best costumes from all of the PPs, that's in there. That might be number one so far. I mean, there are some great. It was costumes. really effective. It was very. Nice. It's right up there with Darcy's Christmas sweater in Bridget Jones. It's it was like hilarious. A, a top notch. That's something piece. that that needs to be in a museum, right? Like it's like, like it was it's fucking I, hilarious. It's an icon. It was. It, and it was so 2004. Mm-hmm. It was just so like the visor. Oh, that's why we're really committing to the bit, which you know I appreciate. Yes. Well, and it also, because the Bingleys are new, new money, money, and it totally had that vibe. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was one of those times where you see a costume and it tells you so much more. Just what it is, just what that person is wearing tells you so much more about that character than you're just thinking about on a conscious level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looked ridiculous and great. Yeah. Because the costume is ridiculous, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Like, so she looked great. Please rock in it in your trashy costume. ass bikini. Um, 
Let's see. We've got the first like nice gesture that oh maybe this Darcy is different now gesture is not him being nice to her aunt and uncle at Pemberley because we don't go to Pemberley it's that he runs into them in the airport and then gives her mother the first class seat the first class seat which is a conniving because now they get to sit together but also she's talking about how it's bad for her circulation and obviously she was really uncomfortable on the first flight so it is a considerate thing and I thought mm-hmm. that was a nice little touch mm-hmm. and that scene in the airplane was my favorite scene between those the two the two of them yes by that, a lot yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, changes that Georgie is the one who tells Lizzie that t- tells Lolita that Darcy interfered with the Balraj yeah with Balraj and yeah. Jaya um, which I thought worked really well mm-hmm. um, because Rory just <laughs> Rory likes to dish hot goss. She and she she just really thinks the world of her brother because oh the mother was such a nightmare oh my gosh and she obviously just wants Lalila to like her and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really and you know if you're out on the road feeling lonely and so cold is this a Gilmore Girls all thing? All you have to do is. Call my name and I'll be there on the next trade where you leave. I'd go back to snake jokes. I'll follow. (laughs) I got nothing for the Gilmore Girls. Carol King, show some respect. No, you know it's fine. The Carol King part is fine. The Gilmore Girls part, I don't don't know shit. Sorry. It's the theme song. Cool. Great. Just get it together. (laughs) Like, how dare. The disgust on her face just now, How dare. It was palpable. Rory has, you know what? People don't like Rory, and I get that, but she's not supposed to be a perfect character. She is a flawed character who has terrible taste in boys, and it's just a part of the deal. She gets it from her mother. You know what? I did say that earlier. It's hereditary. Uh, It is. It is. It is. And so it's just another piece. Definitely, it's like he is even worse than Logan Huntsberger. If we're ranking Rory's boyfriends, the list is now. I'm telling you. Pete Campbell is still dead last. Pete Campbell is last, even though she's actually married to Vincent Carthizer, who seems nice. Okay. Best is Jess, but not because Jess is a good boyfriend. It's not because Jess is a good boyfriend. It is because he's a good ex-boyfriend and because he has the best line reading in 2000s television history when he says, why did you drop out of Yale? <laughs> One, two. Speaking of which, she just took it back to 2004, though. Yeah, like, we have to go back. <laughs> two is, Logan Hunsberger, this is a controversial opinion. However, <laughs> Dean is the worst. Dean is emotionally abusive. Logan is a dick, but he's a hot dick, and you know they had some hot sex. Okay. And, mm. and she got to, like, play around with all of his expensive money shit. Dean is just emotionally abusive asshole. And yes, I know he built her a car, but she didn't ask for a car. <laughs> you know Allison, what, have you worked something out here? You, you <laughs> know uh, what I did not expect about this film? That, uh, that 2004 was such a memorable time. It's very what a girl wants, <laughs> yes. what a girl needs. Yeah, <laughs> like there was like I'm I'm actually because you know fashion is cyclical, right? And I'm looking, oh yeah, the '90s are back. I'm looking forward to those aughts becoming hot again. No, you know? no, 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 no more low rise jeans ever. Well, Fuck we can off. yeah, we can get over that. Low rise jeans can yeah. go straight to hell. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was Please a very low rise jeans era movie. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes, yeah. it was. There was a lot of that. But like I said. Whatever makes you happy and set you free. Um, very like, very that, very that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I had a great time. Yeah, I, it was a fucking hoot. I can't wait to talk about the costuming and the dancing and choreography next time. And the fight. Yes, but I feel I feel pretty good about the introduction here of the characters and what was different. I feel like we can. It was great. It was good. This yeah. was. This I feel is like such this a well might be. Film. 
like a comfort food movie for me now. Yeah. It, w- it would be very fun to have on in the background because of when the dance numbers come. Not only is the music fucking awesome, but you get to have the dance ground dance scene in the background, which is always fun to watch. I love group dance scenes. Yeah. I love them. So this it, was really good. You for know me. what itch it scratches? Mamma Mia. Oh yes, mm. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I've never seen that, but I can see them being similar feels. I can see the the like how the songs come about and what they do. do no, we... I'm not going to watch Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no, no, no for me. Julie was trying so not hard to the pod, this. Just for fun. No what, for me. What, what I need you to understand is Colin Firth sings and dances. Yeah, that's that's awesome. To Waterloo. That, that's awesome. To, that's Waterloo. great. And no. No, but... <laughs> I love this moment. <laughs> no, I'm not going to watch Mama Christine, Mia. I'm not, I'm not trying to Baranski. sell you on it. I love that you're fighting it, and I'm into it. Christine <laughs> Baranski. You know, that is very um, compelling, because you know I love Christine Baranski, but also... Pierce Brosnan. Um, no. Pierce Does he take his shirt off? He, he has a very hairy chest. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Now Julie's interested. No. No. <laughs> She's still not interested in my No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The last time I said, you have to watch this stupid movie with me, and you did... It was Billy Madison. Oh my God! I, well, you know what? Oh, oh Doyle rules. <laughs> I feel like I I feel like I've like I've or I'm not saying Mamma Mia is a good movie. I, no, no, I get that. I'm saying it scratches the same itch. I'm I want you to know I am not suggesting that we watch Mamma Mia two. Here we go again. Okay, thank God. Because while that one is a masterpiece of a certain kind, <laughs> I think it would be too much for y- for y'all. Um, Cher shows up. Meryl Streep's ghost shows up. That's right. And I then Cher, Cher shows up, and Cher is Meryl Streep's mother. And she's a pop star. Oh. Good. It's v- That's the only way Cher should ever be used. It's, it's From here on out. It's after really Moonstruck. like, it is, the, the surreality of it is next level. However, Mamma Mia, it's just a fun movie musical where everybody's on a beach, and it's the songs of ABBA. And it's Christine Baranski and Julie Walters were in a girl band okay, with God Meryl Streep. And they, they sing all their songs. And then her three dads, which one of them is my three dads? It's a Mamma Mia. It's a Mamma Mia. And then the three dads show up. Got to figure out which can't. one of the dads. Colin Firth dances and his shirt is unbuttoned like way down to here. I bet they all had such a good time filming that movie. And yet still, no. Just don't feel it. What, but but, what, try but again, you will. Try again uh, another day. Have yeah, later. maybe maybe another but Julie, day. We'll yeah. get, but we'll just get blazed. <laughs> Mamma mia, mia. Let me let me put it this way: Meryl Streep, um, her first big musical number, right? She realizes that Amanda Seyfried has invited all three of her potential dads to this beautiful island. Oh lord! And Meryl Streep goes, "I've been cheated by you, and I think I know when." And then all of the people who work for her B and B are like peeking out from doors to oh say, Oh my God, oh Lord, I just don't know. Mamma mia. That does seem very similar though in vibe though. Yeah. It I is see what you're saying. A delight. Mm-hmm. I look forward to when you come over and watch it. Oh my God. It's ha- I'm going to get you I'm, I'm not you committing both. to anything on record. I'm get- Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm getting you both very high. We're going to watch Mamma Mia. I'm not a hard sell on this one. I'll do it. Oh, I God. mean, this yeah. one. Uh, he's reading Red, Red, and White. He's reading Red, White, and Royal Blue right now. What's that? 
It's a, it's a, it's my, it's one of my very favorite romance novels. Oh, nice! Set by in, Casey McQuiston. Set in 2016 in a few in a an era where we elected the first woman president, and she has oh. two children who are living in the White House. Yeah. Um, one of them is about to meet Prince Andrew. That's well, it's a, a fictional prince. Okay, I was gonna say, but that's he's a very bad obviously like Harry, like he's obviously Harry. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and it's a. It's a, they're very, they fall into a wedding cake. Um, and I want to, but, oh, important thing. This is the first son. So it's, oh, and he realizes he's vice. Right. No, 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 no. Oh. The first son of the United States. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah. Falls into a wedding cake with the Prince of England, his nemesis. Because they're, they're rivals in the media. Where has the, where are we? <laughs> it is. Hot shit. It's a really fun book. Do the boys fall in love? Yes. yes. Yay. Red, it's, okay, again, it is awesome. called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Okay. Yeah. I'm all, I've, I'm only on the part where they're about to head to the wedding. That's sweet. It's, it's very early on for me. It's really good. You yes. would enjoy the hell out of it. It's a great read. Well, I hope our listeners also enjoy it. We'll do it in the book club. We'll do it in our little romance book club that I'm going to do with people when I can't think of a lunch break topic. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> book well, club. So... Anything else to talk about? In this well, episode? let's do um, scales. Let, let's save some of the scales because yeah. we yeah, haven't done costumes. all of them. However, let's do MVP and Golden Butthole because we, we okay. talked about the characters. We could also yes. do hand flex here. We could do hand flex. No, okay. you know what? We'll include hand flex in the next one because of the singing and the dancing. Yeah. So enough. then we'll also talk about the chemistry. So yeah. MVP and Golden Butthole. Yeah. Let's start with Golden Butthole. I think it's obvious. It's at, well, it? it's always it almost always comes down to the top two. And that is Mrs. Bennett or Mr. Collins. Yes. And I think in this one, if we're going butthole, it's probably got to be Mrs. Bakshi, our Mrs. Bennett. I think it has to be her. Because she is just so terrible. She, yeah. And so good at it. And just weirdly, just, oh my God, the solo, which we'll talk about when we talk about the fact that she took that stage and did that, like she, she's the biggest butthole to me. Golden butthole. What about you, Janine? You know, butthole. <laughs> I, uh, it's such a toss up to me. I actually like, as I'm thinking about it, my favorite scenes were where they were together because they were feeding off each other's energy. Oh, oh Collins, yeah. like Kali and Bakshi. You could yeah. call it a dry. Yeah. A dry, you we a could draw. call it a tie or yeah. a draw. Either, either one. The edible kicked in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like like there's two golden buttholes here. You know. Double butthole. There's a double butthole. Going buttholes. back and forth. Isn't that in that Miranda July movie? Two buttholes going back and forth forever. forever. Pooping back and forth again forever. Yeah. I that is, I have not seen that. Now I need to. Well, you know what? If you're gonna, if you've picked, I need to stop putting my elbows on this table. If you've picked, Mrs. Bennett, our Mrs. Bennett. And you're leaning towards our Mr. Collins, then I think that's fine because we can have a three-way tie because there is no way we're getting out of this conversation without talking about Maya and the Cobra <laughs> dance. Oh yeah, because you know what? <laughs> if there is a peak butthole moment, it is that it's cobra the dance. second half of the Cobra yes, dance. Yes, when it starts <laughs> again. I, my note that I wrote was, "When it comes back, just inject that into my veins." And it's in capital letters. I yes. think y'all this. <laughs> I really I'm did. Gonna, you know, Julie, will you please take a picture of that yes. with my phone so I can include it in the show notes? When, yes. Uh, it was like it was. We're it, also going to talk about that more next. It week. was like the scream, like the villain had died, and everyone was like, "Thank God, it's over." And then she was back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
right, there you go. Uh, I, it was just, and the reactions were so good, but she was so committed. So committed. Which the only way a scene like that works is if you play it like the bad dancer you're playing thinks that she's fucking Killing Anna Pavlova. It. Yes. Right? Killing it. Nureyev. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just like, I'm, I'm just devastating them. Now would you like me to go get my sitar? Yes. When uh, I realized that the hisses were actually on the soundtrack so that it was an intentional Like when edit. Kali roared as a lion, it was very similar. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like very in- intentional edit that she put into her dance that she would hiss at people like yes. that. Oh, it was she was lip syncing for her life. <laughs> yes. yes. And winning. <laughs> and Sasha, you stay. Sasha, you stay. Lip syncing for her legacy, even. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all right. So three. we'll say a three-way butthole tie. Yeah. Three-way butthole tie. What about tie MVP? Who's your MVP? Oh, like who? Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be uh, Lizzie. Gotta be. Lolita did. Lolita. Yeah. Right. She was the best. She was the best actor in the movie. Like she was very good. And at first I was so blinded by her beauty that I thought it was going to be an uphill climb. But no, she's very good at her job. She was very good. I mean, she is stunningly beautiful. Yes. Like supermodel beautiful, but. Yeah, she's good. Very good. She's a good performer, good actor. She can sing. She can dance. She's very good at her job. Are you, are you think, also? Yeah, I think I am because I was I was trying to just rack my brain to see if anyone outshone her in any moment. No, and like never, not, not once. Uh, like she was I good on every moment. Agree. I think she's the clear MVP. I do, however, want to tip my hat to our close personal friend Naveen Andrews, who yes. I think. Transformational he, Bingley. And well, and he made the movie work immediately for me. The second he walked in, I was like, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so, ch- he brought exactly the right energy. Yeah. He brought Mercutio energy. Yeah, he did. Yes, yes yeah. he did. He brought like, Mercutio just energy. Let, you were like, I just want to know that person. I, I want to party be with around him. that yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. I think that Lolita is our true MVP, but an honorable, an unexpected honorable mention, not because Naveen Andrews being good is a surprise. It's not, not Penny's boat, but <laughs> it's, yes, yes, I know that's not Saeed, that's Charlie, okay? It's just not, it's not Penny's boat. It's iconic. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I love how much we relived that I'm falling decade. asleep. I'm so into it. Uh, Can we lost. talk about TikTok more? No. <laughs> Oh Lord! All right, you know we can we can talk about Lost yeah. for four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty three, thirty two more seconds. Anyway, so <laughs> so I'm saying honorable mention for Naveen Andrews, yeah. mm-hmm. and I agree, transformational Bingley, mm-hmm. the first Bingley where I was like, I do him, I want to jump on it, I need yeah. to know how Bingley moves. Like you never think that way about Bingley because he's the kind of fun, happy go lucky guy, but really, let's where and get it's down. also like. We talked about this on the Crowdcast. I saw a couple of stills where he had like a, like a, hey, kind of grin. It's like, well, he's got to be Wickham, right? Yes. But no, it's just that that's his appeal in this is he is all of these things where you're like, ha. But then he's also just a nice person. Yeah. Like a nice person. Who happens to be smoking hot. Thoughtful and um, compassionate and empathetic. And we see in their little moments, they don't hit it over the head, but he is never anything but unfailingly nice. Yep. To everyone, um, including mom and dad. So yeah, I I just thought he was really great. I'm trying to place this too in like the canon of time with like 
who they cast and like the crossoverness between American uh, Hollywood and Bollywood. And they did, it was really well done. They had a lot of big names from both uh, industries. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I remember when this was in theaters because it was in theaters. I remember it being a thing. It was yeah. quite a thing. Yeah. yeah, I remember it being a thing. I did not see it then, of course, but I remember it. And when it started coming up in the discussion for the podcast, I was like, oh, cool. Yes, great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was, it was also round about, uh, Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh, it was that, this was a co-production with them, wasn't it? With? With, uh, the, one of the production companies was in association with Bend It Productions. Oh yeah, that's well, right. Yeah. Um, Gurinder Chada also wrote Bend It Like Beckham. Okay, oh, I didn't know cool. That. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the person who directed this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, also wrote a really wonderful movie, um, Called Blinded by the Light, um, which is oh she, yeah, she also directed Bend It Like Beckham. Um, oh, nice! Yeah, that movie is awesome. Uh, but Blinded by the Light is this movie that came out maybe two years ago. That's um, essentially a like a Bruce Springsteen jukebox musical, but it's about this Indian kid who falls in love with Bruce Springsteen. Did you see it? I didn't see it, but I remember that trailer. It's just, wonderful. Like, it just looks so even good. for people who aren't super Springsteen fans. Mm-hmm. It's just like a it's a wonderful, joyous movie. Oh, that I it seems stylized as well. Wasn't yes. It? Yeah. 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 Is it's, it like Rocket Man? Um, oh, she directed Blinded by the Light too. Great. That's amazing. Okay, this person is the shit. <laughs> yeah. No, she's very good. Uh, writer. I'm seeing if there's anything else she's working on that I. I mean, she, it looks like she keeps very busy. Nice. She's in pre-production on something called Peshmina. Um, she wrote Beecham House. Anyway, amazing. She is so good. Um, great direction. Great ad- great adaptation. Yes, really good. Like, yeah. really smart. Adaptive changes. Yes. Like, very smart. Yeah, like... I was not expecting also, it. Also a nemesis of Andrew Davies. Because, again, yeah. Andrew Davies believes... This is a quote... This part is real that no one else has ever done a good Jane Austen adaptation but him. That is, I asked him, BS. what other good Austen adaptations? And he said, none. So That's primary research right there. That that's is, your yeah, research. That's a real quote to me, and I have a tape. You heard However, him say it. the Emma Thompson piece, I want to say again, don't sue us, that's a bit. He yes. didn't say, I am a nemesis of Emma Thompson. That's me saying that. However, <laughs> Grinder Chada also... Though, in the same club. Just uh, Emma Thompson, tweet back to us. Just, you don't have to Emma say Thompson's it. Emma Thompson's not on Twitter. <laughs> Hell no, she doesn't give a shit about that. Twitter. Daphne has connections. She's going to make this what? happen. I think, we'll decide who next week, but I want the two of you, before we record the next episode, to think, I feel like there are enough great little performances by actors who aren't super famous in this that we should do a Fitz mob. Okay. I'll see who's on Twitter. Oh, it's going to be Mr. Colley. We'll pick somebody. I mean, but it could also be Mary. Hashtag snake dance. You're Cobra right. Dance, You're right. Right? Um, like, we've got, or Mrs. Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got options. We do have options. But probably Mr. Colley. Yeah, probably we'll Mr. see. Uh, we'll pick a Fitz mob next week. All right. Um, for now, uh, I think that is going to do it for us. Um, we think that you're great. See, look, it's five. It's five of them. One, That's, two, three, four, five. This is the uh, the bride. The bride, and that's not even a that's not even a sister. I think that's Charlotte, maybe. Maybe that is Charlotte. Yeah, because it wouldn't be Mary. Because that's Mary Jane. Because that's Lydia. That's Mary. 
That's Mary. That's Mary. That is Mary. Yes. That's Mary. Uh, wow, yeah. Yeah, that's Mary. Anyway, yeah. maybe I think that other one is Charlotte. Um, we're so excited to talk about this one some more, which we'll do next week uh, in the second of three episodes. Um, and then the third, where we talk to a guest, as is our want of late. Um, if you want more information on the other things we're talking about in the future, you can find us on facebook.com slash publindercast. You can follow us on Twitter at publindercast. You can follow us on Instagram, where I am this week. What? Going to start a drunk cast Instagram oh, because I keep boy. getting messages from people saying, "Hey, are you going to start a podcast Instagram?" So, all right, yeah, listen, I'm just fine. I'm gonna do it's it. Time. It's been five years. I'm gonna years. do it. Yeah, it's I time. keep saying I'm gonna do it. I'm actually gonna do it this time. Um, Oof, and that'll years. I'll tell whatever I'll tell you next week. Uh, Twitter at Pellercast. You can also follow us on Patreon at Patreon. I just just making eye contact with Julie like she needed to know where to find us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Patreon.com. I do need to know these very important facts. Slash Podlander Drunkcast, where you can support the show, which makes it possible for us to do it. Thank you so much. Um, but you can also join in on our crowdcasts, where we watch things live, where we do our lunch breaks, where we talk about our days, where sometimes Janine talks about how he's going to take a bath, but then doesn't actually do it. I did take the bath. Just not on camera. But, well, it was yeah, on but camera. Please no. Oh. And then I did not send it anywhere. Yeah, don't <laughs> microphone. That's why I told you about the ring light where I was like, I don't, this feels really uncomfortable. No, I'm no, not going to no, do this. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> you guys, I gestured enough during this conversation that I just got an alert that I met my step count for the hour. Nice. Good. I literally haven't gotten out of my seat. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, lunch breaks, um, live watches. Uh, early access to episodes, access to the Slack channel, all those good things. You can do that at patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast. We want to thank all of our patrons, but especially the following folks. These wonderful people that yes, have gone on you. this journey with us. Cat's Paw, 156, Sand Loving Jen, Maddie Perkins, Snazenach, Julia Gulia, Kathleen Martini, Lauren Tennant, Kelsey Kemp, Madison Johnson, Emily Day, Betsy English, Caitlin Reddick, Ashley Tegeson, John Samoski, Kristen, Shannon Duffy, Freckled Fury, Laura Calm, Amelia Bazell, Liz, and Tinkerbell, Stella Welch, Ashlyn Berger, Chrissy Shively, Claire Feeney, Kayla Reagan, Rochelle LaFevre, Amanda Smith, Heather Robbins, Jerry Hurdle, Brittany Holbert, Emily Carlson, Amy Gusterson, Rachel Townsend, Steph Peterson, Kelly Mazella, Catherine Marshall Eastman, Chantel Salters, Mary the Falling Statue, Chantal Davis, <laughs> David Billington, Tara Lucchino, Viv Pickles, a.k.a. Laura, Mary the Grapefruit, Ida with an I, Jennifer Kowski, Ann Gibson, Aaron Yutzi, Ruth McCormick, Ann Gavin, Katie Kirshner. Is that... Did they put a wrong filter on? It seems like a longer list. Heather Moore, Kara Marla, Trish McCurry, Molly Layton, Dr. J, Jen Leonard, Drunkland, Kelly Bond, Amanda Newton, and Kiki. The, the Wise. The Wise. We will be back next week. Um, if any of you used to be patrons and are not anymore, please don't worry. Your card hasn't been charged or anything. It just gave me a very unexpectedly long list of patrons, and I don't know what the deal is. Everything's fine. Maybe more people love us and want to give us more money. And if well, that's true. no, I get an email every time that happens. Oh, yeah, never mind. Uh, anyway, um, y'all are great. Thank you. Talk to us next week. Talk, not talk to us. That's not how this... Guys, I don't remember how to be a person anymore. It's okay. We're learning. Bye. Bye. Bye.